What is up everybody, Sean Sheehan for Severe MMA back here with Ian Gary again before his fight against Rostam Ackman tomorrow night at Cage Warriors. Ian, how are you? Just after the weigh-ins here a couple of hours ago, how are you feeling? Yeah, all is good, everything's good, rehydrated, refueling myself and just getting ready to go in there and put on a show now tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. We usually, like usually when I'm talking to lads, it's either a few weeks before the wins or like after the fight and they're either yeah. or, or just before the wins maybe and they're feeling a bit shitty or something like that how like yeah. what does it feel like to you cut all that weight you're allowed to drink you're allowed to eat a bit now i know i know you're not going mad but how does it feel right now just when you're back to like being able to eat like a normal human against a human being again somewhat anyway yeah like you kind of feel a bit tired um and your body like and that's from that's from multiple like reasons. Obviously, you've just put your body through an intense weight like uh, like a training camp, and then you do a weight cut, and it's like you're either like some people dehydrate, some people do a lot of calorie deficits, and it's just like whatever way you do it, it's still going to be hard to get that last little bit on because your body's holding on to that last little bit that you're trying to get off when you do the baths and stuff. So, look. It, it, everyone's different. I find I look. I find it quite easy to deal with. Obviously, the bigger and the bigger I get, and the more I do it, the worse it's going to get, and the harder it's going to get. Well, not the worse, the harder. But um, yeah, I, I deal with it quite well. I just I just feel a bit tired. Like I eat, I love eating, and it's like I'll, I'll, I'll shovel stuff down my throat. But um, yeah, you just feel a bit tired. And that's your body just needs to rest, and that's why it's like the whole week leading up towards fight uh, fight week is just resting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what kind of stuff would you be eating now? Like, is it just all water? Is it just eating? Are you going mad? Are you eating carb loading? Is that a thing in the past or what? No, 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 no. So water mainly. Uh, get your water back into you, and then you eat carbs, carbs and protein. Um, so for example, like I get, I got had a Nando's earlier on, mashed potato, a bit of garlic bread, just to kind of throw something in there, and and a butterfly chicken, something plain and simple. Nothing. Don't be going mad on the spices. Don't be going mm. mad on. Don't be getting sick. Yeah. yeah, like a, a pasta, something like that with a sauce that's heavy and dense and it'll just sit in your stomach and make you feel sick. Just go something easy, it's nice and plain and just, mm-hmm. yeah. So the fight tomorrow night, I suppose, we we, we get to that in a second, but I, I want to talk about like the preparations. Because the last time I talked to you and you were preparing for the fight, we were like in the middle of this the big lockdown like the, the like are just kind of coming after we were kind of things were moving around but now we had obviously the elite athletes kind of have an exemption where you can train and i know you're allowed to travel for work yeah. so you've been over and back and stuff and i was actually talking to someone the other day and i'd be interested to get your point on this and they were saying fighters like you and other kind of pros or just up and coming pros have had actually better training now than they've ever had before because it's not a group of 100 people on a mat. It's like yeah. your two coaches and you. What, what do you think about that? And I've never, as someone who obviously is not in that, I've never thought of that. Is that something you felt too? Yeah, so obviously we have a couple of lads in the gym that are all elite, that are all fine at professional level. So mm-hmm. we we had a little group in the gym with a, little, uh, a group of lads, just like a small number. I think there's five, five of us, um, five or six. And just does a lot more time to sit down and have Chris there looking at you and, and picking your game apart and telling you you need to work on this and this and everyone's kind of getting more attention, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's good. But look, Chris is, Chris is such a good coach that regardless of if there's 100 lads on the mat or, or one, he'll always give attention to everyone. He'll always make sure that he'll pick up on everyone's kind of flaws or whether their, their mistakes and, and help iron them out. But um, 
Yeah, it has been it has been quite nice because it has just been the small elite group, and it's been it's it's been good to just get the good training in, mm-hmm. and just keep the kind of keep the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I know you've travelled. You're in was it London? You are for a while. You're in Dubai as well. Was there anyone mm-hmm. any any names you got training out there with that you mightn't have trained with before that we might know? No, I didn't do any training on the boy. The boy was purely a holiday, nice. chill out, and relax, and take take a take a bit of time off because I've been trying. I train honestly. I've trained. Since I started MMA, I've taken two weeks off. Mm. I, 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 I I love it. I don't take a week. I don't take time off. Like I've I've never gone away and not done anything. It's mm. like that was just the first time I went away and just done nothing, just chilled out. Um, and then I came over to do um to work for the US uh, for uh, UFC Fight Pass last week. Um, and I got a Padman who was in the bubble. Um, that we created for the weekend, and we done some pads. A cork man. No. So yeah, got some got some pads in with a nice cork man. Very good. So like, say before you we were always talking about you had James Webb, you had Chris Fields, you had obviously Armran. Is Armran fighting this weekend as well? He's fighting. Uh, Armran's fighting on on, on uh, UAE, UAE Warriors. Yeah. So yeah. I presume was who were the people in the gym with you? Was it Armran and Chris and and the the likely lads that aren't usually there? Or did you get to cha- train with James Webb at all? Yeah, so James uh, James travelled over twice, um, two different periods. Um, James is obviously James's missus is pregnant, so he was just kind of staying at home a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But he did get he did get over for little periods. So I got to train with James. Um, it was me, Armand, Chris, the Shelleys, Packer, Leon, and then that, that was the, the main core group. Mm-hmm. Very good. I, you went, you mentioned something there about like staying happy and staying positive and all it's a funny thing it's like i think everyone in mma but we see you with, with fighters a lot like the the kind of the longer they get into the game the, like the more miserable they get and i'm not just saying it's fighters i think it's all it's all of us involved everyone, in MMA. yeah the longer you do something the more you kind of yeah. want to get out of it how do you like, i was reading your uh your blog that you put up on iangary.com i was reading it there the other day and talking about like the period a couple of weeks out from the fight which is i suppose it's natural and that's always going to happen where you like get a bit down you're like the things are piling yeah. up and then you come to the fight is like, how do you get over things like that? And how do you keep, and how are you going to keep, I suppose, this mentality of the, and you're always happily, happy and bubbly and all coming into fights. Yeah. Is that something you've thought about? Well, like, I mean, Sean, that's just stuff that happens in life. I mean, that's yeah. little things that happen to everyone. And it's, it doesn't have to be anything big. It could literally be like you and the missus fighting or you and your mom not having like a fucking, like having a fallen out over something that's stupid or like, could be an argument you're having one of the lads in the gym over something. It could be anything. But like that shit, when you're in fight camp, you just don't need it. Like you just want to put everything to the back of you. They just want to fucking put it to the back of your brain and just keep working. But like it's you've got to keep a good attitude. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna think on like if you wanna dwell on the negatives, it's gonna be negative. Like you just gotta move on and, and, and just keep pushing forward because there's no point in, in in spending time, like wasting time on dealing with something that's negative. Just forget about it, move forward. Or deal with it, move forward, just keep, yeah. Wake up every day with a fucking smile on your face. That's it. It's a good way to do it. I wish, uh, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's, so it's not that easy, but know, you can make yeah. it as easy as you can. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, it is true. Um, so I suppose looking looking ahead to to this weekend, you have uh, Ross the Mac Man. Who I remember yeah. the, the last time I spoke to you, you were you were like I don't and I I sure, you've kind of said this before anyway, so I'm not giving anything away. You're like I don't want to talk about my opponent. I just want to fight, get yeah. it done because you weren't happy with that opponent at all, were you? But I assume no, you're I wasn't, no. you're happy with Ross the Mac Man. Are your two UFC fights coming out? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm happy with it. I like. Obviously, he's a like. 
he's one of the boxes you want ticked before mm-hmm. you you sign to the UFC. Like I beat a guy who was in the UFC. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind I'm just kind of a bit a little bit bitter with the whole the whole tournament situation. Um, just purely because I'm the only one coming in with a win, like, and yeah. it just it it irritates me. Um, it's like if all the other lads didn't shit the bed, I would have had a title fight. So why do you think like someone else should have just fought you straight up for a title? Do you think you should be fighting for the title tomorrow night? Well, I understand that. Like I've said this to a couple of people, and I like I hate saying it because I like some of the lads. In the, like I, I love Jack Rand. I like I like Maras, and I've I've nothing against Rostam at all. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've never someone who fights with like animosity or like tries to hate someone. But like like Owen, like Owen two, like two and three, or uh, yeah, one one and two in the last two fights. Like everyone's got at least two losses in the last three fights. Mm-hmm. Except me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If people didn't, uh, yeah. What can I do? I've been winning. I'm, I'm doing everything I need to do. I understand. Look, I'm quite happy to take the extra fight and get that get that UFC kind of box ch- checked off before I sign for them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'd like the belt right now. I'm ready for the belt right now. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I was actually just talking to Ariel the other day over in his uh, over in his Twitter show, and he was. I said it to him about you. I was like, "Oh, you're buying Gary's fighting this weekend," and he was like, oh, "When's he get going to get to the UFC?" And what I said to him was. He's in the tournament now and he's had at least two more fights before he gets to the UFC. You know, all going well if you win both. And for me, I look at, not just you, but people like you coming up, whether it's Aspinall getting to the UFC or Paul Hughes fighting yeah. tonight or other people. And I feel like the more fights, the better. The more ready you are when you get to the UFC, the better. And I know it's not always that easy and, yeah. you know, you get more money, you want more money earlier and all of that. But I feel like, I feel like for you, if I'm looking at it from your point of view, I think, and and you, I'm sure Chris Fields has told you this as well, like the... To these two fights, if you can go in and beat uh, Rostam tomorrow night, and when? if you can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, you could say, but and win, and if you win the next fight as well, you'll be even, you'll be even better and even more prepared for the UFC and for the big fight. Then, no, I agree, I agree. And me and Chris have talked about this. Um, like Sean, I'm ready now, mm-hmm. but in two more fights, say like, come the end of summer, I'm going to be a cage wars champion and, and be seven and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like I'll take that. It's a case of I would have liked I would have liked to have won this belt, fought again for probably the middleweight defend, depending on what Webby wants to do and stuff like that, and and maybe defend my belt, and then be ready to sign for the end of the year. But what my plan is now: be the UFC guy, get the belt, and then get out of here. Mm. Let's go to the UFC because, like. While every, while you're right in saying like the more fights you have the better, it's like there's a certain there's a certain time when you know you're ready, mm-hmm. and I can beat seventy five percent of the guys in the UFC right now. Mm-hmm. So why wait? Why why sit? Why sit? Like I K drawers are building me up slowly and sh- like they're getting me to where I need to be, and that's perfect. That's mm-hmm. why I signed with them, right? I'm not saying like the fact that I'm having two more fights isn't an issue. I'd happily have three more fights in K drawers. But I'm saying, like, I'm ready to go. I would have liked to have had my belt now and then defended it twice going forward, just purely because I am the best welterweight in Europe and I don't need to, pr- I, I'm, I don't need to prove it anymore. Like, everyone's going to sit back eventually and go, fuck, he was right. He said it from day one. Mm-hmm. From day one, I've said it. So it's a case of, I just want to get in there and do it. And I, I want to go into your scene and, sh- and show everyone what, I, what I'm talking about. And the more eyes in me, the better. And... The UFC is the biggest platform in the world, so the faster I get in there, the faster my stock rises, and the faster I can get to that world championship in the UFC. Mm-hmm. 
I saw, I, I think it was Jake Hadley the other day on Twitter, and I, I don't think it was at, directed at you, but he was talking about like how sometimes up-and-comers, they get like the hype. And I think in Ireland, it's more so than everything else because we've kind of created a media, thanks to, to Conor McGregor, who have kind of are able to push the fighters more than yeah. anywhere else in the world. Um, but like that someone who maybe hasn't proven it yet is getting that hype. And I know, you know, you've proven it the, against who you've been put in against, but you yourself have kind of criticised the level of opponents that you fought wanting to fight more. But So do you think like... You'll have the hype. I can. Yeah. I can only fight the guys that say yes. Yeah, but that's it. But I'm saying, like, now you'll have the hype. And if you win these two next fights, you'll also have the belt. And you'll have the proof that you are what you've been saying you are all the time. When I win these two next fights, <laughs> and when I get my belt, I will have done everything I said I was going to do from day one. Mm -hmm. So there's two ways. I'm sick of telling people at this stage mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Like... I know what's going to happen. People just need to sit down and watch it and go, he did say that. Mm -hmm. He did say that. He said that about two years ago. Like, I, I haven't changed my story in any way. Like, I've told people I'm coming for that belt. I've told you multiple times that I am one of the best welterweights in Europe, and I'm going to prove it. I'm at the stage now where I'm like, I am the best welterweight in Europe, mm -hmm. and I, I want to show... I want to show everyone that. So me getting into the cage is only... I've had five fights, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone that said yes has said yes. I've beaten those five guys. Yeah. They're the only people I need to worry about. Anyone else who wants to chat... I'm not, I'm not talking about Jake Hadley, by the way. I yeah. like Jake. Mm -hmm. But I mean, anyone else who wants to chat shit about it, sign the contract and get into the fucking cage with me and then, then let's see what's up. Mm -hmm. But until you do then, shut your mouth. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm going in there beating the guys that are actually having the balls to fight me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, we've got to sit back and thank them. They are the real heroes here. They are putting their lives on the line it's knowing true. I'm going to go in there and win the fight. So do you think Rastam knows tomorrow that you're going to beat him? Yeah. Yeah, I looked in his eyes the other round. He didn't want any of it. Mm. What, do you think it, of it what do you think of his skill set? Like, he's gone a full he's three good. rounds. Yeah. Like, Not great. To, to me, watching he's, him, I, I I looked him up so on Fight Pass and watched all his fights. The, the the one thing that kind of popped out to me, he's loads of IMAF fights. And to me, he fights a bit like, do you know, do you ever see amateur boxers? And they fight like mm -hmm. a very kind of technically safe style, I would say. And that's nothing against him. I'm not criticizing him. I think that's a good way to fight in MMA at, at times. No, like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very good fighter. He's just not great anywhere, in my opinion. Yeah. Where'd and I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm -hmm. If you wrestle with him, he's going to have he's going to have solid wrestling. If you strike with him, he's going to have solid striking and solid fundamentals. And if you go to the ground, he's going to have solid jiu-jitsu. But he's not he, he's not great anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not being it's not harsh criticism. He's durable. He's tough. Great, great. Let's see how far that gets you. Mm -hmm. So it's another easy one. Another uh, another cake man, That's me, Sean. They're all going to be easy. I'm so much better than all these guys. It's going to look easy. The mm -hmm. best compliment someone can give me is saying, that looked easy because I can make a good guy look shit. Mm -hmm. That's how good I am. Where, so where do you think like your biggest improvements have been? Like we watching your fights recently. Like we, we see, I was talking to to um to Brad Wharton about you in the podcast and I was talking, myself and Graham were talking, you know, we're talking about, you're obviously very athletic, big and strong for the weight class, very good underground, good striking, but like, every, as you said yourself, you're only going to get better and better. Where do you think the biggest improvements have been over the last couple of fights between Ian Gary a year ago and now? So, I've, I, I, I want to say everywhere because it absolutely is yeah. everywhere, but over this camp, 
I've invested a lot of money into um, hitting more pads and working on my kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a lot of pads with Phil White. Um, so he's been, Chris. Chris got me on the Phil and said, "Ian, look, if you want to do some kickboxing rounds and improve on your striking even more, so here's the guy." So I've been meeting Phil three times a week, and we've been smashing pad sessions out. But my like my pace is ridiculous. My output's insane, and just the power and the technique has been improved massively. But I've been concentrating on that so much. It's it's quite weird because if you're to ask me where I feel I've grown the most, it's my grappling because I'm just seeing the gaps more and I'm seeing where I can get a sub. I'm seeing where I can I can get a sweep. I'm just seeing all these gaps that I may not have seen before and it's just like, well, there it is. There it is. There. It's just becoming easier and that's just because I'm putting the hours in. I'm putting the work in to get better and to get to where I want to be. And I'm very happy. Like my whole skill set has jumped again and again. And every time I work my ass off, it, it just grows. So there's like, there's nowhere I don't feel comfortable. Like I, I push myself so hard with training conditioning that I know my fitness is there to do five fives at full pace tomorrow. I work my ass off to get the best striking I can. And I work my ass off to have the best grappling and, and jujitsu I can. So I'm, I'm quite comfortable wherever the fight goes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, whatever Rostam tries to bring, whatever anyone tries to bring in this welterweight tournament, I'll be more than ready to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Right. So usually, usually, last thing, here, usually I ask you for a, for a prediction okay. of how you're going to do it. And you, you, you usually you give me a prediction and you go, all right, at the end of the interview, after we stop, you're like, this is how I'm going to do it. Have I been wrong? You haven't been wrong. But let's do it on camera today. Let's get it on camera. There's no one going to see this. We're only 24 hours out from the fight. There's about, you know, Rostam's not going to be looking at Severe May's YouTube. And I also want to know this as well. How are you going to win tomorrow? Well, hold on a minute. You won't look at the YouTube. What you'll do is you'll cut the clip and put it on Instagram. <laughs> I know what you're fucking like. John. You'll I'm cut not. The clip, here's how we know he's going to finish the fight tonight. <laughs> I know, not about Instagram. I, I also want to know, though, who's going to win the other semi-final and who you're going to fight in the final? I'll start with that. I like that. That's what I like to hear, Sean. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to find in the final? That's it. So, um, sorry, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be sorry. You're good. You're allowed, you're allowed to have a favour. Um, I think Jack Brands will win. Um, mm-hmm. I know Jack and Marlaz have trained before. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Jack will have the upper hand um, in the grappling, and I think Jack will just try to take it to the ground, get in and get out with as little damage as possible, and he'll probably come away with a sub. I like Jack a lot. I was messing around with him today. Like He's, he's, he's a good lad. I was actually saying to him, like, look, it's, if we fight in the final, it's, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, we're, we're like, it's just one of those situations. And I was like, I'm still going to punch you in the fucking face. I'm not, not going to stop you. Like, <laughs> just because I like it doesn't mean I'm not going to punch the fucking face off you. Will you be nice um, to him, for God's sake? <laughs> Don't make him mad. No, no. I, what's he going to like? Bro? It is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, Sean, it, it's, it's quite weird now with this Rostam one because I haven't, haven't fully decided yet. Mm. Um... There's a couple of reasons why. Um, in my head, I, I have one one shot selection that I feel is absolute money. And I'm going to keep that one with me, right? But I will tell you this. Okay. He's, he likes to walk forward. He likes to to plan forward. You said you watched this fight. He comes mm-hmm. forward a lot of, with a lot of movement, but doesn't yeah. throw a lot, yeah. right? Yeah. How do you think we stop that? The jab. Ah, there you go. Look at you. You know, some, you know something about fighting there. And where do you think I'm going to aim? The nose. If I can break that nose with a nice snappy jab, mm-hmm. right? It'll stop his breathing. It'll make him annoyed. 
He won't be able to move forward at a pace anymore. And the minute he takes that step back, bye-bye, Rustin. That's good I'm enough for me. Him. That's good. I love a jab. If anyone is to the Supreme Podcast, I'm the That's my favorite jab. punch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty obvious. It's just there. But, mm-hmm. but, fired up. Just, abs- just, just like a piston. Just, what, what do you think of uh, Usman? I know you're a big fan of Usman. And you said, you said you're, last time you're not ready for him yet. But what about his jab the last time? That was, is that like... You, I, I know you. Yeah, that little it. switch. Crap, boom. That mm. little switch into the, the right hand. The, the south power jab was beautiful. Yeah. Um, look... I still, I still agree. I'd much rather fight Usman than Gilbert Burns, personally. Really? Um, Why? Yeah, because I know what Usman's going to do. Usman's either going to come out and he's going to, he's going to try and pe- like piece you up on on the feet, or he's going to try and wrestle fucking mm-hmm. plain and simple, yeah. right? And he's he's going to do well at either of them, right? And you've mm-hmm. got to be, you've got to do well the other end of that. Yeah. With Gilbert Burns, he's going to come out and swing bombs at you and. Like when someone's running at you and swinging bombs, because mm-hmm. he has a lot of power in his hands, you want to take them down. And if you want to take Gilbert Burns down, you're like, oh, that's, that's, yeah. not smart, that's not a smart decision. Yeah. Um, I just think he needs to come out to his next one. I think he tried to play it too cool with Usman. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to just come out and just have, and just have people fainting and biting on the shots and just swinging overhand rights and left hooks. Mm-hmm. That's what I think he needs to do. But like, I don't think. Gilbert Brown's going to be taking advice off me anytime soon. Like I think he's got, I think he's good enough at the moment. Yeah. Um, and he cast, he cast Usman in the the start of the fight. So I was, you know, that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Like he was going out. forward, he was going forward, he was doing what he what he should have done, and he should have stuck to that game plan. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have tried to just beat him on the feet. Just go at him. That's the way he Gilbert Burns. But yeah, mm-hmm. Usman's very good. But look, man, you try. I'd fight Usman tomorrow. Would you? I'd fight Usman. What? Why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Now, genuinely, why wouldn't I? I don't know. Well, exactly. like from a from a fighting fight point of view, any man's mind. No, I'd fight any man's martial. I wouldn't decide. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like well, it's get away from me. I have such a big fucking ego that if someone said they could beat me, that they could beat me in a fight. I'm like, well, it's gone out and fuck's mm. sake, don't just let it go. Home. I like it. Last thing before <laughs> I let you go, Arctic Monkeys tomorrow. I are you mine, baby? That's beautiful. it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Right, Ian. You gotta hear it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate your time, as always. Uh, best of luck tomorrow night. And everyone tune in, UFC Fight Pass on Cage Warriors to see himself in Gary tomorrow night. Let's do this. Beautiful. Take care.